Hi, this is Bob, and today I have an interview with Edgeland. Edgeland has released Keepers of the Light. This album is a keeper indeed. And here is my interview with Edgeland. Yeah. I wanted to thank you guys for taking time to speak for me today. Yeah, uh, you're welcome, and thank you for having us. Yeah. I wanted to ask about the recording process for Keepers of the Light. How how did the process go for you? Um, was <laughs> this done at home in a studio? And uh, how long did it take for the tracks to come together? Well, you and Niklas take that? or? Uh, well, uh, the songwriting... Uh, it um, it often often it starts with with a riff. Uh, I got a riff made here at home, and I bring it to the guys when we see each other in the rehearsal room, and we we build the song around that riff. <coughs> and um, yo. Yeah. I think we could uh, be added around around the process around this particular album. We, since we live pretty far apart, <clears throat> it's uh, like four hundred miles, I think, seven hundred kilometers. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, it's uh, yeah, you know, it's impossible for us to to rehearse uh, on a regular basis. So we. Uh, we met. We met up uh, for a week uh, on the spring of 2021. Uh, in uh, Niklas uh, has a cabin out in the woods outside of Östersund. So uh, we loaded uh, our instruments in there, and we just uh, <clears throat> uh, played and jammed and, and focused on, on the music. Uh, and, and I think that's where main part of the songs were born uh, that week. So yeah. that, that's where it all started, so to say. Uh, and then uh, looking further on in the process, we, we took the songs to, to a guy called Marcus Edwardsson, who has a uh, studio in Östersund, Metal Fabriken Studio. And uh, well, I, I laid down the drum tracks for seven songs one weekend in October 2021. Yeah, and then uh, then, I, then I was done, so to speak. Uh, and then Nicholas and Jimmy took uh, took over, and uh, I don't know, was it pretty much one year? It took uh, yeah, about one year. Yes, uh, me and Jim uh, were laying down the bass and and guitar tracks about uh, two two months, and then did the vocals, and we were pretty much done after a half a year, and then the mixing and mastering process took took a little while. <laughs> And I wanted to ask you about the song "The Clown." It's one of my favorite tracks on the album. <laughs> yeah, 
yeah. too. <laughs> it's an old riff. It's an old song uh, that's been laying on the phone for 10 years, about 10 years. And we never really had the the inspiration to do something great with it. But uh, but uh, in this uh, writing session, we finally came up with the with the song how how it should be played, and we are very happy with that. Yeah, but it's uh, it's actually a, a very old old riff and old song. Yeah. And it was actually not uh, initially. We we didn't even think of having it on the album. Uh, <clears throat> it it uh, we well we we had some time over in the studio, so let we just said let what the fuck let's uh, let's mm -hmm. record it. Uh, so we, we just played it. I think once. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In one one take. <laughs> So. One take, the drums were take, uh, one take, yes. Yeah. And Marcus, uh, the mixer, hello, yeah, the mixer, thought it was the, <laughs> thought it was a very great song. So he said, uh, you must have it on the album. And we, and we listened. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I agree. I, I think it's one, it's definitely one of my favorite tracks on the album. That and uh, Chaos is Calling. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that's a, a smoker. <laughs> or what do you yeah. what do you say? Uh, and the clown the clown is is very very um, joyful to play play live. Mm -hmm. So it's a great song. It's a great song. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a joyful song uh, mm -hmm. with a very dark lyrics. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> And I uh, also wanted to ask you um, if you could speak on the album artwork and the artist that was involved. Yeah. Uh, well, we we decided at a pretty early stage that uh, the lighthouse, it, that's kind of our, our logo, you know, our, our beacon. Uh, mm -hmm. So, so we, we usually have some kind of connection to, to the lighthouse in our uh, covers <clears throat> and uh, so well we we've, we find find it very the stories and the myths and the legends around the the lighthouse and the light keeper uh, we found find very fascinating uh, and there's a, a good uh, subject to 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 do spin-offs on and, and write about sure uh, and it, it i think we might want to explore the what it what the challenges that the uh, the lightkeeper has being all cut off from from uh, society uh, and all alone for months on an island <clears throat> what that do to to humans uh so uh <clears throat> We figured that the that uh, we should have some kind of a uh, what do you call it? Uh, the, his evil twin, the guy standing in the water. <clears throat> so we, we just actually just had the idea that we we wanted to have a, a 
a lighthouse and and some kind of evil entity or demon or something uh, to represent the 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 evil that lives inside the the, the human being. So uh, we took the ideas to a, a friend of mine <clears throat> who is a an artist and. Uh, we went out here on, on Gotland, uh, on the island, and, and had some uh, photos taken. Uh, that's actually, the light keeper is actually me holding her. <laughs> no, you can't, you can't reveal that, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. You, you have to cut that, cut that away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, he, uh, so, so, so we, we took some photos, and then he, uh, he just, uh, did his magic and uh, that's we're very happy with it and uh what's the next stage for the band uh what can fans look for next will you take to the road yeah we're looking for to to go out uh, to play as much as we can uh we have a few gigs booked already now but we want more uh, and then we're uh, planning on a songwriting session in April, May yeah. 24. And then <laughs> record another album next autumn. <clears throat> and as far as the band is concerned i wanted to ask you how did the name edgeland come to be a reality <laughs> yeah that's yours nicholas <laughs> <laughs> well uh, uh the phone uh, what happened, uh, uh the, the, the mobile <laughs> network is uh pretty poor. poor up here in the north of sweden so when when i go out and uh, drive my car out in the forest I will have no or bad connection to my cell phone and then then uh, uh, the the Swedish phone company call it edge when you're when you're having very poor connection so we used to laugh about uh, and joke about uh, we're living in edge land and a friend of mine <laughs> Said, uh, that's that's a really great name for a band, and and I agree. So we took that. <laughs> <coughs> and uh, how did you guys originally get together? Yeah, so so we <clears throat> we uh, Nicholas and I have known each other for uh, since we were like five or six years. We played football together, uh, and uh, also went to the same school. So. Then in the early 90s, Jimmy was uh, moving in from uh, Dalarna. And uh, I think uh, you, Niklas, and uh, Jimmy hooked up because uh, you both played the guitar. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, by a coincidence, I was sitting in the music room at school and uh, fooling around with the drums. I think I was playing the intro for The Prisoner with Iron Maiden. Uh, and Jimmy and Nicholas were sitting in the room next door and heard me. And uh, they had been uh, asked from our teacher 
uh, you should uh, that they uh, should accompany him on, a, on some. He was doing some performance at the the eastern uh, before the eastern break. Uh, so then Jim and Nicholas came into the, the room and just asked me if I wanted to join. And uh, sure. Uh, so we did uh, we did that gig with our teacher uh, on the school, and then uh, we like we thought it was so so much fun. So we we decided to continue. And uh, yeah, that's the story in short terms and how, how it all started. And along your guys' musical journey, what would you say the best advice the band has been given is? Well, such a hard question. <laughs> uh, you mean uh, the best advice we have been given or? Yeah, that that's you business-wise as a band. Uh, oh. To always... To always do it because we love it because yeah. when you stop when you stop loving what you do then you're never gonna do the you're never gonna have the quality so you must have the we must have the passion still have the passion and we still have and and the day i feel it's not there then it's time to go home <laughs> yeah And uh, when you guys aren't working on music, do you have any hobbies that you enjoy in your spare time? Yeah, sure. Uh, I like to, uh, me and my wife, uh, do a lot of hiking and free camping in the, in the woods. Uh, I also enjoy just hanging out with friends and having a beer and a good laugh and uh, uh Watch a good game of football is something I enjoy as well. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, football and uh, fishing and uh, yeah, drinking beers with the with the friends, listen to <laughs> other bands. <coughs> That's pretty much what I do. <clears throat> and uh, speaking of drinking beers, what would be your beer of choice from your area? Well, it's a beer called Hell. Yeah. From a, I was going to say that too. <laughs> local <laughs> beer pr producer. <clears throat> and it's called Hell. Yeah, that's a really good beer. Yeah. I will definitely have to look into that. Yeah, yeah, and maybe uh, you can order some. Yes, and uh, what's the best way to get merchandise from the band? That would be to just contact us uh, on Facebook or Instagram. Yeah. So we don't have a we don't have a, a special site for it yet. Uh, we have started to to look into it and made some uh, tests. Uh, but so so far, it's uh, messenger or or uh, in, uh, Insta message. And um, as far as physical copies, um, are there physical copies available? Yeah, on CD. 
Great. We wanted to make a vinyl, but it was so fucking expensive. So yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> so we went for the second best choice. And lastly, I wanted to ask you guys if you could give a message to your fans, what would that message be? Oh, <laughs> I don't know. It's just uh, we love our fans that they support us and uh, come to our shows and buy our merchandise. I mean, that's the uh, only way we can uh, continue doing what we're doing. I mean, without uh, without the fans, we're nothing. Uh, yeah. So we just, I, I think, uh, thank you for for supporting us. Yeah. Great, thank. That's, uh, I wanted to thank you guys for making a, an amazing album, and this is one album that I have been spraying the word about because I enjoyed it from top to bottom. It's a great piece of work. Thank you so thank, much. Thank you, thank you. Really appreciate it. Yeah. And uh, you know that's uh, the beautiful thing about the metal community is uh, everyone is family. And, and that's why I love what I do, being able to share great music that I find. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's a very, <clears throat> that's, you are doing an important job because uh, as an indie band or artist, every indie band or artist know it's, it's very hard to reach through the noise nowadays. <clears throat> I mean, sure. every, Everybody, anyone can do music and put it online, and you know it's uh, it's so hard when you don't have the uh, the contacts network uh, to, to reach out in the right places. Well, I think uh, the sound will do very well. I see it. Uh being great in the metal community and uh, I look forward to sharing not only it in, but our uh, interview as well, my friends. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank I you. I hope we can get to the States and play sometime in the future. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You would love it here. The club scene is great here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you again, imagine. my friend, and you have a great rest of your day. Well, yeah, you, you too, Robert. <laughs> All right, cheers. Cheers. See ya. Bye-bye. I'd like to thank you for listening to today's podcast. You can sponsor the podcast. Just click that button and you can be a member of the family. And remember, come see me for a fix.